Hello, and welcome back to Hook of a Book. I'm your host, Ellie Mano, age 11. Today, I will be reviewing a great book series that my cousins recommended for me. Later in the episode, I will also be having them on as guests, like I did in the second episode. Let's get started. I first heard about these books when I was at my cousin's house one day. They had the first book playing on audio. I was really interested, so they gave me these books for my birthday that year. I instantly loved them. The Encourageable Children of Ashton Place is a completely unique series. Set in the 1800s, these books tell the story of a young governess named Penelope. When she is recruited to work at Ashton Place, she notices that the kids aren't like any other. These books are mysteries, and I loved each and every one of them. Let me give you a brief summary of the first book right now. 15-year-old Penelope Lumley is a proud graduate of the Swanburn Academy for Poor Bright Females. She's got talent, wit, and brains, but nowhere to live. Her parents dropped Penelope off at the academy when she was a baby, never saying when they'd come back. Luckily, Penelope's headmistress, Miss Charlotte Mortimer, finds Penelope a job as a governess in the richest house in all of England, Ashton Place. Penelope leaves for an interview, not knowing whether she'll get the job. Actually, Lady Constance, the wife of Lord Frederick Ashton, likes Penelope immediately and she gets the job. However, when Penelope asks to see the children, she finds them in a barn, unclothed, dirty, and muddy. She is horrified. Soon Penelope learns that, while hunting, Lord Frederick found the children living in the woods and learned that they had been raised by wolves. Penelope is instructed to turn these children into presentable humans, and she learns that that is tougher than she thought. These kids, Alexander, Beowulf, and Cassiopeia, don't know how to talk, prefer raw meat, don't know how to get dressed, and have a passion for chasing squirrels. When Lady Constance announces that she is planning a winter ball, and she wants the kids to be presentable, Penelope is instantly in over her head. Can she work with the kids to make sure they're presentable, solve the mystery of where the mysterious howling she hears in the attic is coming from, and survive her first ball? Something that I immediately noticed is that the narrator of this series is a character all alone. She talks directly to the reader sometimes, and that made this book a very engaging read. The author, Mary Rose Wood, is kind of a genius with her plot twists and I didn't see that comings. She knows how to keep a reader interested. Let me read a short passage from the first book in the series, The Mysterious Howling, to you right now. Penelope was not yet sleeping, however. She was lost in her own thoughts. Thoughts about the children and the moonlight coming in her window, and about how the mystery of not knowing what one's future held paled next to the mystery of not knowing all that one's past already contained. Despite her calming words to the children, in the privacy of her own heart, Penelope was still haunted by Cassiopeia's plaintive cry at the sight of the wolf's head in Lord Frederick's study. Yes, the Incurgibles had been cared for by wolves in the forest, that much was clear from their frequently canine behavior. But they were children, not wolves. Somewhere in the world, there was a human mother who had given birth to these three. A human father who had perhaps taught young Alexander how to catch a ball or watched smiling. 
As toddler Beowulf played peekaboo with newborn Cassiopeia, but then what had happened? Had these parents, like her own, also had a sudden need to flee? If so, why leave the children in a forest? Why not find a proper home for them or send them to a reputable school like Swanburn? Penelope longed to talk the whole business over with Miss Mortimer. It was too late now to get up and write a letter, but she resolved to set pen to paper as soon as practical. I chose to read that passage to you because it talks about Penelope reminiscing about the incorrigible children's mysterious past. I like the air of mystery it gives, and it takes place right in the middle of the book. I really could talk about this all day, but I think it's time for me to play this pre-recorded conversation I had with my cousins. Enjoy! Disclaimer! We recorded this interview over Zoom, so their audio is really quiet. You might want to turn your volume up a bit. Okay, now I'll play the interview. Hi, Nora and Malin! So we're going to be talking about one of the best book series ever, The Incorrigible Children of Ashton Place. What were your thoughts on this book? I loved how funny it was. Yeah, I thought it was a great story, and it is, it, it's such a great story, and, and it's good for a lot of ages. Yeah, that's what I, I really like that about it, because, like, it keeps so many people entertained. Like, I'd say, like, six to um, 16 really could enjoy this yeah, series. it's so good. And it can teach you interesting, uh, geographical lessons along the way. Yeah, because Penelope just, like, um, is teaching the incorrigible children, and you learn stuff about the world in the 1800s, too. Like, there are some capitals of the countries that aren't named that anymore, like what they're named in the book, they're not named anymore because it's now the 2000s and not the 1800s. Um, what did you like best about the book? Um, I like the humorous uh, way that uh, she, she narrates the book. Yeah. She kind of talk to you personally and then she go back to the story. Yeah, the um the narrator is like a character of their own. Yeah. Also, it, it's it's kind of a mystery along the way. So each book, well, we're talking about the first one, but it's like a little mystery. It's so fun. Yeah, that's what I liked. I liked thinking like, hmm, I wonder who is going to do this, or hmm, I think it's that person. Yeah. Do you have any, like, favorite characters, and also, which characters would you want to meet, if you could? Definitely all the kids. I know. But I gotta say, Penelope Lumley and Agatha Swanburne are my favorite. Yeah. You never meet Agatha Swanburne, but she's so cool. Yeah, for those who don't know, Agatha Swanburne is the headmistress, well, the founder of the Swanburne Academy, where Penelope graduated from. And she dies before the story takes place, but she's kind of a, still a character because Penelope repeats her sayings. Yeah, I would say the kids definitely, um, Penelope Lumley, and I kind of want to meet Old Timothy. Yeah, <laughs> Old Timothy is, um, for those who don't know, is like the coachman, and he takes Penelope um, to her job interview, 
and he likes to watch the kids um learn and he's I kind of would want to meet him. He's like a little he's mysterious. mysterious but it's yeah. <laughs> um so while reading the book, did you have like any um feelings or like emotions? Yeah, I I was like, it was the type of book that kept me awake past my bedtime, like trying to finish it before um it got too late, and I would tell myself like, okay, one chapter, no, I'm gonna read two chapters, no, I'm gonna read three chapters, and it was just really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you think the author's purpose was in writing this book? Why do you think she wrote it? Yeah. He's going to be like what I guess the author would think of of what a good mom is going to be for them instead of a, a Lady Ashton. <laughs> yeah. Um, so something that you do notice throughout the series is that Penelope will repeat Agatha Swanburne's sayings. And do you have any favorite sayings? Yeah, I have, um, I have two. One is doing your best is the best you can do, because that's so true. Also, that rhymed. And I also like the, um, Swanburne Academy motto, no hopeless case is truly without hope. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole theme of the, um, of the stories, actually, like, no hopeless case is truly without hope, because the Incorrigibles seemed kind of hopeless when, um, you first meet them, but you're surprised at how well Penelope can um, make them into like presentable humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So, if you could tell um, Penelope one thing, what would you tell her, like, while she's teaching the Incorrigibles? Yes. That that's a good thing to tell her. I'd probably t I'd probably tell her if it took place at the beginning of the book. I know they seem like wild, rabid pack animals, but you can tame them. Yeah, I would say to um that just to have patience with them because at the end of the book, they've learned so much. Yeah, and I really like how the author after reading the chapter name, like, um, the fifth chapter, it says something like, A difficulty with trousers is soon resolved, so you know what the- you know what's going to happen. I know, it's like, you can tell what's gonna happen and you know something bad, good, hilarious is going to happen. I thoroughly really enjoyed this series, and I think the theme overall in the series 
is probably the Swanburn motto, no hopeless case is truly without hope. Yes. I'm so glad I could have you on to review with me. Thank you. Bye. 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 I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Now it's that time. It's time for a message for the grown-ups. Hey adults. So in the Encourageable Children of Ashton Place, there isn't anything inappropriate at all. I have like no red flags to warn you about. Now, I think kids ages 7 to even 15 could enjoy this series. If you want a book that you can maybe read a chapter a day with your child, I highly recommend this series. That's all! Now, it's time for the last segment before I go. What emotion! When finishing this book, I felt... Drum roll, please! Excited! I was excited to read the next book and find out what happened to Penelope, Alexander, Beowulf, and Cassiopeia. The final words leave an air of mystery hanging, and I immediately picked up the next volume in the series. That's all I have for today! Remember, if you have a book you want me to review on the show, email me at hookofabookpodcast at gmail.com. I also posted the link in the episode description. Again, Thanks for tuning in, and have a fantastic week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep on reading. Ellie out!